Hello everyone and welcome to the HODLcast. Today is January 20th and we're going to be looking at some internet censorship bills in the works in the Western world. Internet censorship has been happening in places like China, North Korea, Iran for years, but now it's really coming out in the open that, that the West wants to follow suit and, and really craft the message that people can see online. So in the US, Canada, UK, and Europe, each country has some kind of online censoring legislation pending, so we're just going to take a look through those. Like this kind of content, please make sure to, to like this video and hit subscribe. In the US, there's been the Kids Online Safety Act. It was introduced in February of 2021. The bill is still sitting in Congress, but it is expected to pass. It has bipartisan support. If passed, the Federal Trade Commission would be responsible for setting requirements for covered platforms, which are defined as applications or services that connect to the internet and are likely to be used by minors. These platforms are expected to protect minors from online harms, such as sexual exploitation. The natural response to a bill like this is that we're gonna need some kind of age verification, so everyone is gonna to have to likely KYC themselves to go on most websites that would have any kind of content that would be shown to minors. So it puts everyone's personal information into a giant honeypot for data breaches. No one's gonna be able to access anything online anonymously. The US government will be the ones, rather than kids' parents, um, who decide what is or isn't safe for a kid online and it might lead to further censorship of content. The FTC can actually sue sites that make kids unsafe, and the parents can also sue tech companies for damages. So who determines what's safe or not for kids? You know, it's a very arbitrary standard that's gonna be set by the FTC. There's also a Supreme Court case to be heard on February 21st called Gonzalez versus Google. It's about Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, which was a law passed in 1996 that governs online speech and protects platforms from liability for the content posted by its users. Essentially, this case is going to decide whether companies themselves or the government should be deciding what content is allowed on social media platforms like Facebook and Twitter. Republicans make up a majority of the Supreme Court and they've long accused social media platforms of censoring their content. Even the president was banned off Twitter last year, so it's possible the Supreme Court is just sick of this censorship and will vote this down. By contrast, the Democrats, you know, as we've seen in the Twitter files, they really support social media companies blocking what they deem as misinformation um, and they're really pressuring the court. We had filings from the Department of Justice and and President Biden supporting Gonzalez in this case. The decision would have pretty significant ripple effects. For years, platforms have been shielded from legal liability for the content published by others. People called that, you know, Section 230. It's been called a get out of jail free card. But this case, you know, it was brought by an American family. An American boy was killed in Paris by an attack from an Islamic extremist. And the family's arguing that Section 230 shouldn't shield YouTube from liability for publishing videos that support terrorism and promoting them through the algorithm. So the suit argues that any recommendation of a video through the YouTube algorithm should mean that YouTube has actually published that content and should be liable for any harm resulting from that content. 
If Gonzalez wins, as you can imagine, the social media companies can likely expect an onslaught of lawsuits. Anyone that say their child tragically dies of a drug overdose, if they watched a YouTube video about drugs, you know, then they can sue YouTube for publishing that video by recommending it in an algorithm. Anything bad that ever happens can be blamed on some tech company and say, oh, they saw it on the internet, we can sue them for damages. You know, it's, it's a really a slippery slope, I think. On February 22nd, so the day after the Gonzalez case, the Supreme Court's gonna hear Twitter versus Temna, which deals with the related question about when tech companies are legally responsible for supporting terrorism under federal law. Um, these decisions, if the plaintiffs win, they really can change how the internet works because it could just require the removal of algorithms altogether. Meanwhile, in uh, my home state of Florida and also Texas, they have cases going on that's actually fighting to require social media companies to pay fines for arbitrarily remo removing content that's uh, based on a certain political viewpoint. So in Florida, the federal judges actually agreed with the industry groups and ruled that free speech standards should apply to social media companies. And Texas has rejected the idea that private companies have First Amendment free speech rights. In Canada, we have a really, what looks to be kind of a draconian bill coming forward. Uh, it's called the Online Streaming Act. It was introduced in February 22, and it was already approved by the House of Commons. If passed, it would give the Canadian government power to limit what Canadians can see online. These regulations would apply to all user-generated content, and it has diversity standards for the content. You know, you need enough ethnic diversity, enough gay and lesbian content um, in your content. So I don't know how people are expected to, if it's just like a one person, you know, like me making a, a video, <laughs> how do I bring diversity into this? Like maybe I guess just by the topics I would cover, I'd have to, if I'm publishing this video to Canada, I'd have to make sure I maybe bring up the fact that the ACLU is against the, the Online Children's Safety Act in the US and go into how that act could harm transgender children children because they'll be limited from accessing certain information privately that they might want to see online to, to help them decide, you know, what gender they are or something like that. Canada needs you to have a certain aspect or a certain percent of your video dedicated to diversity and it will be a completely arbitrary standard. The government will set the standard for what is diverse enough. They can also designate anyone as a broadcaster and force that person to make a financial payment to the Canadian Media Fund. The Canadian Senate's gonna vote on this in February, and if it passed, it's basically like Canada will become just like North Korea. It's gonna have a completely different internet than the rest of the world sees. The UK online safety bill, this was introduced in May of 2021, and it would impose fines that are 18 million pounds or 10% of a company's revenue, the greater of either, so that's a huge fine, for failing to prevent minors, failing to prevent a minor from viewing illegal content. So the likely response is gonna be that tech companies, well one, you know, the first question, what do they deem as illegal content? Um, you know, it'll be again, a completely arbitrary standard that the government sets here. Like, you know, what's harmful? They had the word harmful in it actually and they changed it to just being illegal. So I guess they will set like some kind of clear standard for what illegal content is, but the response, all tech companies are gonna have to really KYC everyone, make sure no young kids are watching content 
content that could be deemed illegal for kids. Another, you know, aspect of this is they've got some wording in there that it's a weird provision that says they'll have the power to ban services that allow funds to be transferred, which, you know, probably could impact crypto. In the EU, they have five bills pending that make up this digital services package, which is set to be fully rolled out by the year 2030, but Last year, they had two that did already get passed, the Digital Markets Act and the Digital Service Act. They were passed in the spring of 2022, and they'll start being enforced in 2023, and each country will have a digital services coordinator and a trusted flagger um, who will submit reports about illegal content and disinformation to the government. Violators will face fines up to 6% of their annual income. You know, again, this is likely going to impose some KY on social media platforms in the name of, you know, protecting children from seeing illegal content. They've also got a, a stipulation in there that in a crisis, such as a pandemic, social media platforms will be instructed to enhance content moderation and promote safety. So they've got to change their algorithms to promote the Ministry of Truth's, uh, you know, safety provisions. I predict VPN technology will become increasingly important in the coming years and I certainly hope decentralized social media platforms start emerging. Thank you. And again, if you liked this video, uh, please remember to hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. Thanks everyone and have a great day.